Welcome to the Travelling Healer Podcast, a podcast where we interview healers, practitioners and thought leaders in the field of healing, where we push your boundaries and beliefs in what is truly possible in healing. Hey everyone, welcome to the Travelling Healer Podcast. Today we have on the show Diego Palmer. He's an ayahuasca, would you call yourself a shaman? No. No. <laughs> well, uh, what would you call yourself? I don't call myself, but you can say facilitator. Facilitator, yeah, cool. Yeah, so we're in a PSAC in Peru, and they say that Peru is the ayahuasca capital of the world. Um, there's a place called Iquitos, which is in the jungle, and that's, they say, is the busiest. But uh, in PSAC, in the Sacred Valley, it's supposed to be the, the, the second busiest part of Peru for, for um, ayahuasca uh, retreats and uh, ceremonies. So I myself uh, last week did a ceremony with Diego um, for the first time in my life. It was at times the most terrifying thing I've ever done because uh, all my like deepest fears came, came to the surface. Um, I, I imagined that you know I was homeless and had no money and had vomit and whatever all over me and uh and I was on the street with nothing and all of a sudden I don't fear that anymore <laughs> you know so it's quite it's quite amazing um it's a lot of uh learnings in that session so it's really just fascinated me to to see uh what is actually possible with ayahuasca especially over like a long period of time um and people come from all over the world to come here, so uh, yeah, I just want to know more, pretty much. So yeah, thanks for letting me uh, interview you today. <laughs> so um, could you tell us a little bit about um, where it started for you? Like, what at what stage of your life did you f- discover ayahuasca, and how long have you been doing it? So. It was like uh, twenty years ago. Yeah, in I was living in Lima. Yeah, and I was living a really um, happy life in Lima. And one day I heard about for the first time uh, people talking about ayahuasca, mm-hmm. and it grabbed my attention. And I researched, and I discovered that ayahuasca was available in my country anywhere. <laughs> <laughs> I was born in the right place. (laughs) So I. It was my first time, and it was, yeah, as I was saying, 20 years ago, and it made a major shift in my life. Mm. As I can see with all the people that come to our ceremony. Yeah. It was a major shift, and and a beautiful shift in a way, and I keep going, keep going to ceremonies. Mm. And and healing and peeling layers and mm. purging and crying and <laughs> Pur- for for anyone listening, purging is but it's vomiting. Yeah, it's, it's but it's like an energetic vomit in a way, isn't it? Yeah, it's different that when you eat something that is making damage to your system, no, and it's yeah. like a horrible mm. experience. No? Yeah. In this case, in ayahuasca, it's not a horrible experience. Mm. It's a relief, actually. Mm. It comes out very easy and with meaning. Mm. You no, know, to the point that the ones who are used to drink ayahuasca very often, 
you love to vomit. Yeah, <laughs> you get USA. rid of things in a primal way for good, you know, and it's, it's amazing. Yeah. Wow. It's not a big deal, actually, you know. Nah. No. It was an experience, that's for sure, because I did a lot of <laughs> purging <laughs> my t my ceremonies, and I went to the toilet a lot too. So. Oh man. Yeah, no, we could talk about that for a bit, but um, yeah. So, um, so ha at what stage did you realize? Oh, I want to do this for, you know, I want to do this for others, you know. Yeah, there's a moment in your life when you really m change a lot of things hmm. that are really that impact you, you know, because there are major changes. Yeah, there's a moment that you turn around and and you feel this sense of gratitude. Yeah. Towards the medicine, towards ayahuasca, madre ayahuasca, mm. gratitude, and out of that, I I I wanted to to really help others, mm. you know, help others to realize that mm. you know, this way, in the way that I was doing it. Mm. So I I remember I traveled to the jungle. I was I was in Tarapoto, that is the jungle of the north, mm -hmm. close to Quitos. Mm -hmm were more shamans than Iquitos even. Mm. Tarapoto is like a, it's a beautiful place, you know? it's wow. not no tourist, yeah. you know? but it's a full of curanderos and healers and all all type. So I was I was working there for a while, and there is where I decided, okay, I want to I want to share this medicine, more oriented to westerns. Ah, uh, yeah, no, cool. It's more musical, as you see. Uh, my ceremonies are different from the ceremonies in the jungle that are only led by Icaros, you know, in Shipibo language. Ah, okay. You no, know, here is a mix with uh, Buddhist tradition and all all other mm. kind of approaches mm. that are more suito suito to Westerns mm. mentality. Yeah. You no, know, and to to be very clear, so why are you taking ayahuasca? Mm. No. Me or no, anyone. Anyone. Yeah, no. yeah. So why are you coming to take ayahuasca? Uh, you're coming to to become a shaman, mm. something like that, to become something, mm. to become more spiritual, or you're coming for the truth. Yeah. You're coming for peel things. You know, so the approach has to be very clear. Mm. You no, know, so I I took that path myself. I want to do it my way. Mm. So cool. And it, it was in Lima, so I was living in Lima. Mm -hmm. And one day I decided to cut everything and came, I came to this place. Yeah, what were you doing before that? I was an IT. IT, wow. Yeah, working with a suit in Lima. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah. man, it's a big change. Yeah, so ayahuasca, um, how long have people been doing ayahuasca for? Because I, I heard it come from the jungle, comes from the jungle. Um, and the, you know, it's been a tradition for a long time. Is that right? Thousands. Uh, you cannot track it. <laughs> How long people have been taking ayahuasca? Yeah. You see that there are more than 75 ethnies in all the Amazon basin that drink in ayahuasca, different names, different dialects. <laughs> no? and different, it's incredible, have been mm. there for centuries. Mm. Wow. And uh, it's quite ironic that, I mean, it's so it's such a common thing here, yet it's illegal. <laughs> it's illegal in New Zealand and 
Australia and probably a lot of other countries. And um, I highly recommend anyone comes here because you do you figure out about, more about yourself, right? The fears, the things that are holding you back. What, um, yeah, what's the depth of healing that can happen in the ayahuasca ceremony? What's the depth of healing? Depth, yeah. What, like, what can be healed? Yeah, from your experience, what have you seen? You know, what can't be healed? <laughs> exactly. Well, no, starting from the other side, no? <laughs> because no, it's, it's incredible the things that can be healed. Sometimes it's like a miracle, miracle healing. Mm. So everything can be healed. Yeah. No, but actually, what what happened with ayahuasca is you go into an amplified state of awareness, mm. and you witness reality from another perspective, mm. different from from the no our normal perspective. It's like a a direct experience that is coming from from another place it's like mm. putting your head out of the of the bubble uh, being the, in the top of the mountain mm -hmm. no? and and the beliefs that we hold our reality is created but what we are holding to be true mm. whatever you hold to be true is going to be your reality yes no? and you suddenly go into this state where you can change the beliefs that you hold mm. and you can see you can track them to the origin who put it there yeah parents <laughs> <laughs> society and you can really start like a molding your reality again mm. the sense of identity who you are what you're able of doing everything change mm. with ayahuasca yeah it's a beautiful, beautiful medicine. Yeah. It's a pity that it is illegal, actually. It is. And it's so safe. You know, I have, I have been drinking regularly since 20 years, mm. and <coughs> giving ayahuasca to thousands of people, and we have never been even one time to have to get someone to the hospital or something like that. Wow. Never, never. That's so good. Because, you know, there's a lot of people that are scared, you know, think, oh, you know, what if you could die when you're stuck in that state, or maybe someone goes crazy, or something like that. I mean, even though I had a fear of that, I mean, some some people say that, you know, back home in New Zealand, you know, oh, watch out, and, um, but it's nice to hear that, you know. Yeah. Yeah. Um, that fear really came up. <laughs> the setting is very important, actually, no? To, to have a safe environment yeah. around no? actually what you know what we the approach that we have is like uh, in we hold the space mm. no? that's what we do yeah so that's what I do mm -hmm. okay so I hold the space but transformation is come is going to come from you yes As you drink the medicine and you are going to transform yourself I hold the space in a way that you feel comfortable mm. to do it because it's beautiful. We all hold the space. Yeah. Yeah, I felt that. Like, I felt like everyone there had a purpose. Yeah. You know, it was like, we all come together at the right place, right time, and everyone had a supporting role or, you know, it's, it's, it's amazing. You just feel connected to so much when you're in that state. And, and the synchronicity 
things happening for a reason and at the right time, right place. And mm-hmm. Yeah, gosh, and timelessness. Eh? It's just it's like you enter a dimension of no time, and you just lose track of time. <laughs> You're in the now moment. Sorry. You are in the now moment. Yeah, yeah, yeah definitely. Um, it was weird as well. It was like I was able to travel in, in this, no, travel to my friends and family and talk to them and heal relationships as though they were right there in front of me. So that was cool. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Hmm. So what... Um, were the biggest ch- changes for you over this 20 years working with the medicine did you find there were key points when you're like whoa all of a sudden something just drastically changed in your life did you can you remember any times like that or a shift point something yeah, that changed big in my shift. life yeah yeah I was diagnosed with cancer one year ago yeah <laughs> yeah that is a shift a big shift yeah mm-hmm. Can you tell us a bit more about that? Or? Yeah, it's a multiple myeloma. Multiple cancer. myeloma, it's yeah. It's a bone marrow cancer. Yeah. And I almost died actually in January. Wow. Here. I was four months in bed. Wow. In the hospital with pneumonia and oxygen support. It was mm. a very challenging and amazing experience. Wow. Yeah. So what happened after that? I started recovering. I uh, I didn't do any chemo mm. or radiation. All yep. natural, natural healing herbs. Wow. Intention. Intention, <laughs> and yes. And and here I am again. <laughs> For a while. Yeah, yeah. That's so cool. So did you come to any like uh, did so you would have had ayahuasca through this as well and must have come to some realizations or is that right or if I stop oh did you take out some ayahuasca and learn something about why it happened or I mm. mean you don't have to, to share that but yeah yeah I'm still in the process yeah okay mm-hmm. yeah understanding mm. how it came and why it came mm. I'm still in the process yeah mm. That's amazing though, because uh, that's a really aggressive cancer. Eh? Bone, multiple myeloma. I think yeah. I hear it's like one of the worst. Yeah, it's very I aggressive. Mean, yeah, from my study. Um, yeah, that's incredible, right? That's like we would say it's impossible almost. We're like medical doctors often would say that, right? Yeah. 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 So, okay. What else did you do for the healing? Like, um, did you see any practitioners or? No, I was very. I was doing the very intuitive. Mm. No researching. Internet is amazing. You yeah. can really find all kind of alternative treatments and studies and the whole thing. So I, I was researching and I was some kind of herbs were sounding right for me. No, and I yeah. was researching them and bringing them and I was doing it. And then I get out. What her- what herbs were they? What were the main ones you used? I was using, for example, vitamin B B seventeen, polyatril, concentrated one. I was using high doses of curcumin. Sure, that is that okay. to 
turmeric essence. Ah, okay, yep, yep. Turmeric. Turmeric, yeah. I was doing aloe arborescence that is really good. What's that one, sir? Aloe arborescence is a kind of a cactus. I have it in that here. Okay. It's kind of a cactus family of the aloe vera. Okay. No, that's that uh, common in Peru. Actually, it was not common, but I I, mm. I brought it. Mm-hmm. I brought it actually many years ago. Mm. No, when I was treating as a friend that wow. had cancer. And it was good then. Yeah, he <laughs> healed. He <laughs> from uh, terminal cancer. Okay, I gotta <laughs> get you to write that down after this, and I'll find out what it is. So I was using the lawyer person with me again mm-hmm. this time, and it seemed to work. Cool. And and supplements, and because my my spine was also very compromised, mm-hmm. I, I broke two vertebras. Whoa. That's how I discovered I had cancer. I fall in a ceremony. Whoa! And broke two two vertebras. Spine, and then it was a pain. <laughs> Just after drinking, it was <laughs> oh. terrible, everybody. <laughs> oh my goodness! So you would have been hours in this ayahuasca, and oh, you yeah. had this. Oh. Yeah, because how long does the average ayahuasca um, effects last for? Five hours. Five hours. Okay. Mine lasted a lot longer. Because <laughs> in my first go, I had three servings. Uh-huh. Because the first, after the first one, I was like, oh, I'm not feeling anything. And then the second one, I was like, oh, yeah, I'm starting to feel a little bit. And then you said to go up for the third serving, because it's every two two hours we have serving. And then um, it started to kick in right as I was walking up. <laughs> but I was like, no, I just felt like uh, it was right. So I think it was a bit longer. So we started at 7 p.m., right? And then I would say at least till... 6 a.m. I reckon I was sitting in the corner <laughs> by myself while everyone else was walking around normally. So, uh, it was yeah, amazing. <laughs> <laughs> it was a hard night, but an amazing night. Yeah. Yeah. So, wow. So this is yeah, new chapter for you in a way. What um, did that change your your purpose or your vision for what you're going to do from now on? It was just more of the. No, yeah, I change. Mm. Yeah, you know, I'm, I'm just enjoying, mm. you know, enjoying this this reality, this ride, mm. and part of it is 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 just serving the medicine and and being around mm. with my kids, with my family, extended family, meeting people, you know, and and sharing, sharing, and helping. You know, I like to help people as well. Mm. You know? So it doesn't change too much with what I was doing before but there is a more a more a, perspe- a perspective of of just just enjoying you know? mm. so I'm on vacations that's so cool so um, how many people come through um, your um, how many people do ayahuasca and, and with you um, every week every year or would you say it's, yeah I mean it's a lot <laughs> it's a lot so we have ceremonies we, we hold ceremonies twice a week mm-hmm. Mondays and Fridays mm-hmm. plus the full moons full moons yeah and retreats that we do every month mm-hmm. yeah so you can say in total it could be like 
150 mm -hmm. more or less or yep. more every week away away a week oh wow that's wow that's the biggest amount no 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 sorry sorry a month yeah yeah <laughs> <laughs> a month. but yeah that's cool that's cool and there's a lot of other I mean there's a lot of other ceremonies that go along uh, yeah there are I would say not the only ceremony there are ceremonies all around in Pisach mm. uh, many many people are holding space yeah beautifully all of them yes yeah. and um, I was told that it's very important to find a shaman or facilitator that um, can be trusted you know has, uh, has the right intentions and keeps it safe you know because I heard that there could be some with not very much experience or they're not the best intentions. I don't know if that goes along around here much, but you know, was, I was just warned that before I came over. Where, what's your thoughts on, on finding the right person or shaman? Yeah, it's very important. Mm. Here in Pisa it's very safe, actually. Okay. Everybody knows everyone, mm -hmm. you know, and there is a, a beautiful um, group faithful group with all the community with the very poor things no? and you can see that everybody's protecting that mm. nothing is going to happen around no? so mm. if something will happen everybody will go there and start posting hey watch out with this guy ah okay, no? okay. so it's very actually it's very safe and it's, it's different from from the the Amazon the Amazon is where the plant is is the root you mm. go there and you can find curanderos amazing curanderos but at the same time you can find people that are not well oriented mm. you know? and the whole thing is be cheated with money yeah you know, be molested from one curandero that uh, his values are out of alignment mm. no? and he go for the girls yeah and too much alcohol there also oh okay you know? these three things mm. are the the dangers there yeah just drinking with someone that you don't know, mm. you no, know, is not a good recommendation. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. So, I mean, what I did was I, when I got here, um, I just listened to what people had to say about the different shamans or people that take the ceremonies, and once I got a, you know, several recommendations to come to yours, then I was like, okay, it has to be, has to be good. <laughs> um, it's just trusting your gut feeling about someone. Um, if they don't feel right, then don't go there. Yeah, I mean that's what I that's what I do. So yeah, with all my practitioners. So <laughs> uh, but yeah, absolutely. Um, if anyone wanted to to check out Diego's work, uh, it's sacredvalleytribe.com. Yeah. yeah, that's for the Sacred Valley. So. Yeah. Yeah, it's good. And you know, and it's, it's good to understand that, from my perspective, mm -hmm. ayahuasca is about a deprogramming process. Mm -hmm. You peel out things that you're not. Yeah. It's a deprogramming. Mm -hmm. It's not the other way. People sometimes think that it's the other, actually, it's the other way. Mm -hmm. So they come to become more spiritual. Yeah. Uh, all the guys came full of feathers for an initiation. <laughs> And that's an ego trip. So welcome you you come here and drink ayahuasca to deprogram yourself, to peel out yourself out. Yeah. So who you are is what remains when you peel out what you are not. Yeah. So you start peeling 
all these things out of your body, mm. you know, your system, of your belief system. And it's simple, it's not a big deal actually. You know, the it's only thing you have to be is completely honest. Yes. Honest with yourself. You're going to be there in the dark with your bucket, listening to this music that is going to guide you. Mm. No, and your work is just to to be completely honest, a witness, honest of whatever is arising to the surface. Mm. You shed light into that, you understand it deeply, mm. and you peel out. You peel it out of your system, mm. out of your system. Yeah. You throw it to the bucket. Yes. Energetically, physically. It's a beautiful process. It's like washing yourself. Yeah. So yeah, at the processor, I mean, and with Diego, so we have a circular, are they, are they usually circular, like, building that you are in for a ceremony, or is it, yours is different? The temples I have are yeah, circular. they're all circular, yeah. Oh. So everyone sits around the edge, and in this case there are three levels, three different levels of circles, and you're sitting around the edge, and all facing inwards, Diego's at the head, and there's all these instruments. Yeah, so it's all the people that are helping me, you know, with the yeah. instruments. Yeah. So, like, when the process starts, all of a sudden, you start playing music. And this music just sounds amazing when you're in this space, eh? It's, it's almost like, how does someone make music that good, you know? <laughs> and people singing, and... Um, yeah, it's amazing. Yeah, someone was making bird noises, or... Yeah. And it's just like, it feels like you're in a... Yeah, a different <laughs> land or different world. So, ah, yeah, beautiful. Yeah. Um, are there any other um, types of ayahuasca ceremonies that you would recommend, or because I mean, from your experience, because I know there's a quite a few different ways of of doing it. I mean, tonight I'm doing uh, Santa Daime, which is again a uh, Brazilian. It's a Bra- it comes from Brazil. Yeah. It's a more sort of a structured process I, I hear. Um, and this one, we you lie back and sort of let what comes to you. But in this, it's more the lights are on. You're dressed in white. And uh, yeah, <laughs> it sounds a lot different, but we'll, I it's guess different. I'll find out tonight. So yeah. Santa Daime is a beautiful setting not mm. completely different but has a, like a religious approach mm. and yeah it has a set of rules no that mm. they respect and they follow mm. no and it's a it's a interesting <laughs> approach um, our approach is more therapeutic you're as i was saying you know, you're in the dark with your bucket yes the on, one of the main rules is n- noble silence mm. no, everybody's completely in silence there's no yep. talking there no, no chatting we're all holding the space together in yep. our silence no? mm. That's uh, one of the main rules. No other, not touching to anyone. So ah, okay. everybody's yep. in their own process. Yep. You are. You can go out. You can go in. Whatever you want. Mm. You can go to the fire. You no, know, watch the stars. Then return back to the ceremony mm. where we hold the space. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I like in the dark also. You no, know, so mm. nobody's looking at your face. You can really be in your own process. You no. Know? Yeah. Because it will take out of your process if you open your eyes and somebody is staring at you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, Why are you looking at me while I'm thinking of my mother? <laughs> <laughs> oh, <man. laughs> 
Yeah. Uh, there's a couple of times when I, I, I mean, I was purging. Um, but yeah, having these visions and and then you just all of a sudden just wake up. And you go, oh, that's right, I'm here. And there's tears on my face. Oh, whoa. <laughs> I'll go sit down again. <laughs> uh, man. Alright, so I think we've got some more questions I've got here. Um, yeah, so if, have you got any advice for someone that. Actually, yeah. Have you got any advice for someone that's thinking, oh, okay, I'm interested in ayahuasca. Where should I go? What should I do? You know, if they don't know anything. Where Have you got some places that would be good to look? Books or on the internet? or? Yeah, now nowadays there are a lot of places to mm. bring ayahuasca. Here in Pisac, in Cusco, in different retreat centers, mm. in the jungle, in the Amazon. Now it's incredible. It's everywhere. Mm. No, but I am so happy you know, that, that it's spread into the world like that. Mm. No? Hope that in few years it's going to be completely legal everywhere. Yeah, it's going to make a complete shift you know, because we are actually it's part of our right to really explore your consciousness. Come on, no? how can it be illegal? Something that is so safe and really help you explore deeply exactly. more of yourself mm. who you are why you believe this thing or the other all mm. right <laughs> but um, if someone is going to come first to to research yeah not to good and make a good research yeah and ask themselves why you're drinking ayahuasca why you want it Mm. Uh, what you want to change because it's going to change you yes so you have to have very clear if there's something to heal you know, a traumatic event mm. from your childhood something like that no you're unhappy you're not finding purpose in your life mm. you're not connected to your heart mm. you forget how it feels to be loved mm. you know, to feel love inside self-love you know, all these things are the things that you really heal So to to make a, a honest review, no, and, and a good reason what's the purpose, and with that in mind, very clear, no research, and you will find it. Life will will put you in the direction. Mm. Cool. Um. Yeah. One of his. We're just getting through all the questions I've already written down, so. You know, one of the the things that happened here that is beautiful is Pisa has become Mm. a kind of a center of medicines. And not only ayahuasca, no, ayahuasca, San Pedro, the cactus, a lot, no? Yeah, we should talk about that. Peyote, you have cambo, people doing cambo with a frog, sananga, all kind of Mm. these kind of medicines around. And not only medicines that you drink, no, but different kind of therapies. Yeah, exactly. And mm. also, a lot of healers come here. A lot of from healers all over the world. Exactly. I'm like, wow. <laughs> just if you want, if you want to heal yourself, just come here. You'll meet so many. But it's beautiful to drink ayahuasca here to stay around, you know, because mm. there are many places to stay. Yeah. Not to stay around because 
the environment mm -hmm. what people are talking is all, all about that yeah it's about healing process different different modalities of healing mm. so it's a I, I was really surprised how in in this uh, the, the last 15 years I moved here 15 years ago yeah and it has become like a healing center yeah not only my place but the whole <laughs> town is a healing center you know and now it's very no, it's a known place worldwide mm. everybody knows and everybody's coming to mm. to Pisach like ah Pisach like you said at the beginning you know, the, the second place to drink I was incredible it's happening so fast mm. no and it's going to keep growing and I hope it's going to keep this the energy that you can feel mm. around mm. You know, yeah. it's a really soft energy and a beautiful place <laughs> yeah so uh, we'll touch on the other medicines here that I've never seen before never even heard of before um, combo is that how you say it probably combo combo um, so that's like a venom from a, a frog or something, a toad yeah. or something. It's a, a venom from, from a toad. From yeah. a toad, yeah. And what they do is they they put some dots on you, right? Yeah. And uh, people purge, and it's painful. Apparently, like excruciating painful. Uh, but afterwards, the immunity is boosted like a load, and uh, people become more clear. Is that right? That's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Actually, That's you're doing this in your ceremony, aren't you? Yeah. Yeah. Do you do it as well? Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. This 20 minutes of purging. Yep. But the other way of purging, no? The purging that oh, you feel like <laughs> you feel sick. Oh, yeah. <laughs> no, and but only 30 minutes with water. You know, you drink a lot of water and you purge. Yep. And then after that, your immune system is really boosted completely, mm. you know, and you feel very strong. Cool. And clear and calm. Combo. <laughs> I want to try it. <laughs> um, also, there's San Pedro, Wachuma. That's a cactus plant, right? That's a cactus plant. That one lives in the hill. Yep. And that is a beautiful experience. It's more contemplative experience than ayahuasca. Ayahuasca is the, the feminine. You closed? Yeah. I thought this might happen. <laughs> you closed by filming? Yeah, the film. So, yeah, the film just cut out, the videoing. But we still got audio. Okay. <laughs> That's alright. And uh, I was saying that San Pedro, the San Pedro is a contemplative. Have you done? I did it once, yeah. But you I didn't did do it in a ceremony. Um, because you can buy it on the market here. Yes. And uh, the thing is that actually, from my perspective, uh, this is a personal choice. Yep. San Pedro, the cactus, can be done perfectly alone. Mm. Ayahuasca, no. Ayahuasca, I really recommend to do it in a ceremony that is, is held. Yes. Not like that. But San Pedro, is a very, since it's a very contemplative experience, and we are in a place of amazing mountains and forests and things to, to go and walk you know? mm. even here you can you sit down with San Pedro you don't need a ceremony you need someone holding the space for you or telling you anything mm. you need to be in silence you need to be alone <laughs> <laughs> no? yeah. so este, you can buy San Pedro in the market as you say mm. you know? 
But if you have a, um, a well understanding of yourself, yeah, like you, you know more, you're in touch with, with your silence, with yourself, you can go for something. Yeah. If you are lost inside, yeah, okay, you need a guide. Okay? Yeah. Yeah, because uh, we had one person that was, because there was about five or six of us. All of us, well, five of us were having a magical experience, and the other one was kind of, it was almost like he was doing ayahuasca. It was like that. He was going through all these scenarios, and um, the thing is, yeah, we didn't know that you, was, you, could, you should do it by yourself in a ceremony or anything. So we were just, you know, enjoying the experience together and the nature, and then... Um, inside looking at the fire <laughs> it was pretty cool <laughs> mm-hmm. um, but I had came to a lot of realizations in there like that there's so much going on around you there's, um, there's never nothing going on you know and you just notice all these little things moving and the nature's moving I don't know it's just yeah, you're abiding in the present moment there. No? Yeah, some present place. moment. That's definitely... Yeah. It reminded me of a movie called Peaceful Warrior, which is one of my, my favourite movie. But they always talk about being present, and that was the most present I've ever been in my life, just noticing nature and, yeah, the magic that's happening around us all the time. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, um, with your ceremonies, do, do you recommend for a first-time person to do a ser- like, a, sorry, a retreat, a seven-day retreat to start off with, or would you say just try one or t- two first and then try a retreat? Because retreats are more more compacted, intense. Yeah. Yeah. No, I, for the first time, I recommend try one ceremony. Yeah. So go and try one ceremony. The retreat is more if you want to work something deep mm. not only try ayahuasca no, but you want to you want just a retreat no, uh, to go deeper into a, a topic yeah. that you want to, to heal mm. but for the first time go to one ceremony <laughs> cool well I think that's all I've, I've got to ask you today <laughs> That was awesome, thank you. Um, yeah, so if anyone wants to get uh, in contact with you, is your website the best way? You go to www.thesacredvalleytribe.com. Tri- yeah. That's the best way? That's the best way. Cool. And uh, on there you'll find uh, a lot of the music that they play in the ceremonies. Uh, you can download a lot of it too, I saw. And uh, when the schedules are for the retreats and ceremonies and... Yeah. Yeah. For the music, you can download them all. Yeah. There's more than 750 songs there. Wow. And there is a songbook, three songbooks actually, with all the lyrics, mm. with all the chords. Mm. So you can download the lyrics and play, learn to play. And there are some articles as well you know, to to read. Mm. Yeah, that's it. Cool. Oh well, I'll be definitely. Um, sharing all your links and uh so that more people can come and uh and experience what what i've experienced i'm going to probably do uh, i'd say at least two or three more ceremonies if i can while i'm here and uh find out more about myself and heal more myself so yeah i'm really looking forward to that
and I'm sure in the future I'll coming back and or doing ayahuasca anywhere in the world, you know. So mm -hmm. yeah, thank you very much. <laughs> cool. Thanks for tuning into the Traveling Healer podcast. If you enjoyed the episode, please share and subscribe. You can subscribe to the podcast on iTunes, SoundCloud, or your favorite podcast app on your phone. I use Podcast Addict. Just search for the Traveling Healer podcast. That's traveling with two L's. You can also check out my blog at www.thetravelinghealer.com. And for the latest updates, you can like my Facebook page, The Traveling Healer. That's all for now. Ciao. The information on this podcast is no substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Always seek the advice of a physician or other qualified health provider. Never disregard professional medical advice or delay in seeking it because of something that you have heard on this podcast.